0: It's time for another edition of TVC Rewind, where we rewind the events of the week in entertainment. All right, Tachi, how are you doing, co-hostess with the mostest?
1: Oh, I'm so glad you care about my well-being. I'm fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And you, sir?
0: I care so, so very much. I am doing great too, Tachi, but I think people want us to get to the news ASAP. So what is going on this week?
1: Wow. Well, no foreplay from you. Let's <laughs> go ahead. right to the news.
0: I am feeling sexually harassed. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, well, there'll be plenty of that in our stories later. Let's start <laughs> with Lord of the Rings, shall we? All right. What's going on? <laughs> Lord of the Rings is actually coming as a TV series to Amazon Prime. So I don't know if you are familiar or anybody out there is familiar with the J.R.R. Tolkien series lord of the rings but it is coming and of course it's been in in theaters uh before it's come to tv before it's a movie and now it's going to be a series
0: okay i when i read this i was absolutely baffled i i mean seriously has it been that long since the original trilogy which was actually more than three movies i think it was like four possibly five movies to do that. And then there was the prequel, The Hobbit, with the world's longest movies. They were like two, uh, uh, three, two and a half, three plus hours long. Do we really need a TV series to retell this story? I mean... I could understand if we want to go back to that world and do some kind of like, you know, uh, other stories that happen after the events of the Lord of the Rings. But to retell that story so soon uh, in TV form, because they can't possibly spend more money than the movies that came out, I guess, uh, in the, in the uh, 00s, the early 2000s. The, a TV, are you clamoring for this, Tachi, as a sci-fi fan? Or is this more, I guess, sci-fi fantasy? It's fantasy, this not is, sci-fi.
1: Yeah, this. you know what? This is really more action-adventure. I, I would say so. it is kind of sci-fi fantasy, but it, it's more so action-adventure. And my answer to you is no. Ask me if I've seen the first uh, of the trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't because I, I did read The Hobbit when I was in grade school, which I found you know mildly interesting. But I haven't. I, <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's it, it's it's great. It's a great book. But again, you know, it I, it was interesting as we were reading it in class. But I I did not have an interest in seeing the movies. I've seen some parts of it because, of course, it's come on t- television. So many times at this point that you can't help but, okay, I'm going to look at it for a minute, and then you change the channel. But I don't think I've ever watched any of this, and you're right. There are more than three movies. Why is it a trilogy?
0: Um, well, because, yeah, they, what, they, what everybody's learned – Hollywood has learned this masterful thing of like, you know what? For the last movie, the last book, whenever we're doing a, uh, movies of a book series, the last book always takes two movies. I mean, and even for things that are like, I mean, whisper thin stories that you could literally tell in a music video, um, like the Twilight series, the last movie was the last book was two movies, um, the Hunger Games, again, how that that story didn't even take multiple movies, they could have told all that in one movie easily Thanks. but they they managed to get like four movies out of that so lord of the rings was where i think the first ones to figure that out and then um also oh um uh harry potter the last movie in the harry potter series it took two movies to tell that last story
1: but i actually liked harry potter
0: Oh, I love I loved Harry Potter, but it's but the but the to me it's a shameless money grab, pure and simple. When Hell they yeah. uh, that everybody has to oh, because they, they basically when they get to the end they're like, oh my god, our cash cow is dying. You know what? We can eke out two more movies out of this last story, you guys.
1: <laughs> well, I I don't know. Can I be mad at them for that? <laughs> I can. <laughs> 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 I, I, I- I know you can, and I know you are. So let's I mean, talk let's, a well, well,
0: about, especially when okay, it's on some things where it's, the world is so rich and there's so much story. I can forgive it because uh, okay. so many of these characters get omitted when they have these super thick books. I mean, that's one of the things that's so crazy when you think of something like, say, uh, uh, Game of Thrones. I remember when Game of Thrones started. There are people who had questions about the to the producers. Like, well, how can you go forward with this when all the books aren't out? And they were telling us. Don't even worry about it. We'll never catch up to the books because (laughs) the world is so rich and there's so many characters. And of course, like, you know, five minutes later, okay, we've surpassed off material from the books that are already written and we're now on the phone with J.J.R. Tolkien, whatever the hell his name is, begging him to give us, uh, 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 you know, uh, some scoop on how how to wrap this up.
1: Wow. Somebody, uh, did not have their oval Ovaltine this morning. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody's a little bit salty.
0: Uh, I'm <laughs> always sweet.
1: You, you, you are. You, a you are.
0: Little salt.
1: You are a sweetheart with a dash of uh, habanero sauce. How about that?
0: All right, I'll take it. So like spicy, <laughs> sweet and spicy. All right. So what else is going on?
1: Well, let me finish. Let me finish talking about this with. Um, So this is going to be produced in-house at Amazon Studios uh, alongside the Tolkien Estate and Trust, publisher HarperCollins, and Warner Brothers Entertainment, New Line Cinema. And it's supposed to be a prequel to the J.I.R. Tolkien book, The Fellowship of the Ring, and it's supposed to be based on new storylines. I don't understand it, but that's what it is.
0: Yeah, but what's crazy is I'm, I'm really, at this point, I'm curious because the idea that it's new storylines and a prequel, we still know what the ultimate, how it all ends. And, I mean, if they can give us some kind of fresh material, even though the whole overarching story is the battle for that damn ring, uh, the precious, I, I don't have any idea how they can basically make that exciting or whatever or have it be suspenseful when we all know how it all wraps up.
1: They're gonna find a way because they paid close to two hundred and fifty million just for the rights to this. <gasps> yes, without oh any production
0: costs. Oh my god, that means they better bring it. If they spend that much money, but it's, it's, but see, when they spend that much money on just getting the rights to it, it's literally gonna be somebody with some like glue on Spock ears, and uh, you know, a green screen and and some uh, some swords they made out of uh, out of some uh, old fence posts.
1: Oh, well, they don't care because they know that there are some serious Lord of the Rings fans and Amazon Prime subscriber numbers are probably going to jump similar to what happened with Star Trek Discovery and what they did for that CBS All Access. So,
0: All right. Well, I, I look forward to hearing what you think about it once you uh, uh, subscribe to Amazon Prime to watch it.
1: Well, I already have Amazon Prime, and so that tells you how uninterested I am because I'm not, like, clamoring to watch it at all, but we'll see.
0: All right. What else is going on?
1: I almost hate. So the other day I was on Instagram, and somebody I follow happened to have this picture up. I think there was like a meme or something made about it. And was, I was it like, wait-
0: wait, was it a picture of like a basket of kittens?
1: Oh no, I would have loved that. Or a basket of puppies or some um, silly gorilla tricks. I would have loved any of that. Anything with animals, I would have loved. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't that. Because well, what could when could
0: it possibly I, have been Tati that upset you?
1: Well, I was like, damn if mine eyes. When I saw this picture of Nicki Minaj for, this was a photo shoot she did for Paper Magazine, and it was her three times with herself, if you know what I'm trying to say. Are you
0: trying to say that she was once, twice, maybe even three times a lady?
1: Well, I don't know about lady, but she was there three (laughs) times. (laughs) She was three times a something. Three times a something. I was a little, um, I don't want to say disturbed because here's my thing. I am never one to question how one expresses their sexuality as long as it's your expression of sexuality and you're not imposing it upon others or forcing others. You know what I'm trying to say? So however she wants to express her sexuality, I think that's fine. I have to question in this climate that we're in, whether that's the best use of her time, especially, and, and does this do something to how uh, women rappers are regarded? There's already a thing of female MCs uh, not being respected in the industry. Does this help your case? Wait, you mean
0: her uh, they're photoshopping three versions of herself and one of them on all fours simulating oral sex on herself isn't helping the cause of women getting respect in a music industry?
1: I don't how understand why. How is you- that
0: possible? I, wow i'm I'm really confused, Tachi.
1: We truly live in bizarro world. I...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just... Well, to me, it actually seems... Oh, God, and it's... I'm almost embarrassed to be using this term, but I'm going to have to pull it out, Tachi. Ooh, thirsty. Yeah. It just seems thirsty. It seems desperate. It's just like, look at me, look at me. You guys aren't paying attention to me for 10 seconds. I just... I It just seems so sad. It just... Not that her whole... Presentation from the jump has been about look at me, look at me, Um, you know, and she's and know. she's gotten you know doctors to help her with that whole look at me thing. Yeah, so I think we can figure out what I mean by that. But yeah, and the, and the whole idea it even seems sadder because of the whole. Being with paper magazine in particular, because paper magazine, for those of you who don't remember, maybe you tried to forget. I know I did. Uh, when um, Kim Kardashian, uh, with up a paper magazine, broke the Internet, where she took that 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 picture where they, you know, oiled up her butt. Um, it's like they put her through. She got a hot wax at the car wash. <laughs> and
1: uh, <laughs> and uh, the she
0: got a number three, huh? Yeah, and then the champagne glass was on her butt and everything. So that whole thing. So it's it's like everybody's been chasing that, um trying to to break the internet again with some crazy picture. So the funny thing is, it's just like at this point. What's what's happening in the world right now is just like, you know what, Nicki Minaj, you simulating oral sex on yourself with all the stuff we've got going on, barely a blip on the radar.
1: Thank you. And it it does really seem like a a sad attempt. And my thing is this. I would rather you be known for your craft. Okay, it's not like I'm a huge, Oh, I have to get a Nicki Minaj album and not knocking her hustle. But I'm sure that she's a decent MC. Not Remy Ma decent, as we discovered, but I'm sure that oh, she
0: ouch, ouch. Just
1: saying, Remy is an actual real... She's a real MC. So not saying that uh, Nikki is not. She, Nikki is more of an entertainer, okay? Let's say that, as opposed to an MC. But you have decent enough skills that if you would actually work at at that craft, you wouldn't have to do ish like this.
0: Well, the the, also the difference is, I mean, Nicki Minaj, it's so funny how when people work so hard to cross over, and she is a pop star at this moment in time, is, you know, even being bothered with these people that could not touch her and couldn't be invited to the shows and, and garner the kind of audience that she can, but it's this whole idea, this respect game, and again... Um, in this, you know, in the rap world, it's just like you know what respect in the rap world is not is not you know uh, paying any mortgages on your on your giant estates. So I could care less if I was in that position. What the hell the hardcore rap game care, thought about me as long as I'm basically opening up the Grammys. It's just like they can kick rocks.
1: I, I guess so. Well, we probably think two different ways about this. I have no problem with someone who's an entertainer rapper doing their thing and making it, but it also makes it to me, I'm all about that craft and it makes it so much harder. This makes it so much harder to me for female MCs to come out and actually do their thing and be respected for the beauty of their craft and doing it well, as opposed to having to, basically simulate sex with yourself in order to get noticed as a female. Oh, wait, wait, wait.
0: Let me make one thing clear then. No, I, I, I feel like she's doing too much and it's sad and it's sad for girls. And you're right in this moment in time with what's going on with sexual harassment. And I feel like the, if not just our country, the world waking up to what's been going around forever around us, you know, that doing some photo shoot where you're simulating oral sex on yourself and wearing pasties, just like, is this really the time? Do we need this now? So um, that to me is different from the idea of chasing respect as in these people, which a lot of it I think is jealousy, because if they could basically be doing, um, you know, being featured on tracks of, um uh, what is that? What is that little girl that used to be on the Disney channel? um, That were- no, the one that wears a ponytail all the time.
1: Oh, oh uh, the short short one. Yes, uh, her.
0: Um, anyway, so yes. the point is, if she could be featured with her or be opening up the Grammys with Taylor Swift, you know, Remy Ma could be doing that. She would do it in a heartbeat. So the idea that if you can't do that, what you do is you knock somebody. With the, oh, they're not as hardcore as me. Um, And so... I'd be like, you know what, fine. Yes, my core is incredibly soft and squishy. And, like, watch me as I basically perform at the Oscars. So, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't I, – that's what I'm talking about. So, okay, yeah, I as far it. as in not, like, super hooching it up to, uh, uh, you know, to get attention constantly and never reaching a level where you don't have to do that. Because then you turn into somebody super sad like Madonna. Where it's just like God, Madonna. We've all seen it. Stop now. Yes, she keeps shining it up and making it new again with adding new parts and everything like that. Hence her, you know, new back, you know, baby got new back, uh, kind of thing going on with her right now. But still, it's just like, do, do you ever get to a point where where people can focus on your music? It just seems sad chasing that whole. I hate to say it, but they're chasing the erection tiger. It's like stop chasing it. We, we was. <laughs> We've established that you're
1: sexy. Stop it. Well, here's the thing. Let let let's let's not let's be real here. The reason why, and again, I'm not saying that the only reason for that women are uh, sexual or expl- displaying sexuality in the music industry is is because of this. Because there are some that just do it anyway. I, I would venture to say Madonna would do it anyway. But think about the fact that these um mostly male-dominated industries in terms of the top and administration and putting down what's what for these industries. This is what they put out there that needs to happen in order for X, Y, Z for you to get any place. So this has been the standard and something that has been set up. It's not something that, uh, that people decided on their own often that they wanted to do. You're following precedent. You're doing what needs to be done in order to get it out there. Now that doesn't speak to your lack of sexuality, but having some a sexual image does seem to help when it comes to the music industry. And so if that's how you get noticed, that's what you do, unfortunately.
0: Okay, there's to me there's a difference between having a sexy image and then just being raunchy. You know, I mean at this point, I mean again, the woman is is on all fours wearing pasties. You know, when are we going to see Drake on all fours on the cover of a magazine trying to sell records? I'm guessing not.
1: I don't think I'd like to see that, to be
0: honest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't want to see Nicki Minaj on all fours, but you got to see her.
1: Hell no, I didn't want to see that. That was, I was, I had to, look. I had to enlarge the picture because I was like, what the hell is this? And I I said, oh, why did I do that? Damn, that's my eyes. I didn't want to see that. Granted, I'm sure there are some people who are just as happy to see Nikki doing that. But I think it's it's particularly degrading, especially when she's on all fours. I, no, I thought it was degrading.
0: Well, oh, and pasties. No, on all fours and pasties, and pasties. simulating oral sex on herself. So doing exactly. that to, you know, uh, to, like, look at me, look at me. God, and I hope I hope for her sake she at least has, like, you know, a new album out. Because it's like, if you're, good, if you're getting on all fours, you better at least, you know, sell some downloads. Come on.
1: I haven't heard anything, but I'm sure there's some diss track or something. And, and to me,
0: and once, and basically, again, I don't know why people don't use Madonna as an example. Once you basically trade and shocking people, it gets to a point where you can't shock them anymore. I mean, what's what's going to be her next? How's she going to make the internet and be on on the cover of paper next? You know, next year will she, will she be wearing a strap on, straddling herself? What is she going to do then? I mean, it's just it's ridiculous.
1: Oh, no, the next thing will be a burqa. I think she's going to go the opposite. Oh, oh my
0: God. she will. Really, you know what? That actually would shock me and blow my mind. That yeah. You know, it, not it's not the exact same thing as being sexual, but the shocking thing. Even Lady Gaga was just like, you know what, I need a break, y'all. I can't. <laughs> it's just like, it's yeah. too much. When you keep, when your whole thing is, I'm shocking people, that gets old very quickly.
1: It does because it's like, you're, okay, you shock people with a carcass dress and then you do – she then she's, you know, yeah, it gets old. She's like, you know what, I need to be regular. Let me just be Joanne. How about that? <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, cause, because to me, the whole idea is I can. It's one thing to be Nicki Minaj and have the crazy colored hair and, uh, you know, have your you know rack out constantly to get noticed. You're noticed. We all know your name. So you don't have to meet at that point. Once we all know your name, that to me gets to be the point where you don't need to be on all fours to sell a new album.
1: You don't. And now you can't get back up again. Now you have to stay on all fours. See what you done did? (laughs) That's a great
0: role model for the kids. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we've given you enough time, uh, Ms. Minaj.
1: Yes. Let's move on. Speaking of Ms. Minaj, it's kind of intertwined with this in a way. Eve has replaced Aisha Tyler on The Talk. Now, I don't know if you all knew that Aisha Tyler has left The Talk. I don't even know where she's going. Kevin, maybe oh, you Oh, yeah, I
0: do know. Basically, she had a lot of success uh, with a movie she directed. Uh, don't ask what the name of it is. But she directed like a small kind of sundance kind of film. And, yeah, sundance is a word. It's a word. Anyway, it- um, <laughs> so she directed film. So. Some small uh, indie uh, uh, movie got tons of prestige, and and her dream is to be uh, a a full fledged director. And she got um, uh, she's on Criminal Minds. She was Criminal Minds as a featured cast member, and they bumped her up to full time status. So there was no way for her to be a regular on a primetime drama direct movies and be the host a uh, co-host on a daily talk show something had to give and so um she left those cackling uh bitches and like i'm out, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: out. as i cackle along because that was funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: cackling <laughs> too so yeah she so she she dropped the mic now she they did say that she would come back from time to time to guest uh everyone's and, and let me guess she will be guesting every time she has a new movie coming out oh my god our, our good friend Aisha our personal friend is back uh on the show for this episode oh what you have a new movie to hawk mm-hmm. our friendship <laughs> our friendship goes deep
1: wow Wow. Well, I wish Aisha Tyler well. I've always actually liked her since her talk soup days, um, and so I wish her well. She's doing some really great things. Uh, oh but- yeah, no, I wish.
0: Her, I wish her. In fact, Aisha Tyler was to me the only reason to really to watch the talk. She was the. She was clearly to me the smartest uh, person and had like the best insight when they would talk about the events of the day. Um, So when I heard that she was leaving and they were looking for someone new, I had high hopes, like, well, who's going to fill her shoes? Because I used to tell her, for people that aren't really familiar with her, the woman is whip smart. I mean, she's crazy smart. Uh, She's also a nerd. Uh, so you get all kinds of just her sci-fi knowledge and all that kind of stuff goes deep. Her her uh, her uh, uh, sci-fi and sci period. She's just a very smart, very well-educated person. Uh, and, and, and in that panel, you couldn't help but shine. So right. <laughs> she was shining <trying> bright <laughs> oh, no. like, like a diamond, okay, in that panel. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know what? The views expressed by Kevin are not necessarily <laughs> the views. <laughs> but I, I also enjoyed her in Archer. <laughs> <Did> he?
0: <laughs> well, that's one thing. That's one thing. That we, when when, uh, when you guys are watching the talk show, like, and one of our guests today is Tachi from the podcast TV channeling that she hosts by herself. That you'll, you'll know why. You'll know why. Exactly. <laughs> you no, know, the other women are lovely. They really are.
1: Anyway, (laughs) so Eve is actually replacing uh, Tyler or has replaced Tyler since the beginning of this week. And she had, um, of course, she was very vocal on the whole Nicki Minaj thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: so there there's so a little bit of controversy, which was smart of her to uh to, to stir up a little bit of controversy talking about. And I love how it's controversial to be like, you know what, like maybe you shouldn't simulate oral sex on yourself when you have a bunch of fans that are eleven. Um so but that's controversial. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um she says uh it, to us weekly. Quote, I worked with Nikki. I got to know her on Barbershop. She is a nice person. She's an amazing rapper. And as a lyricist, I respect her. But as a woman, from my point of view, personally, I would not be able to do that. I think in this climate, it's not good. Every artist has a right to express themselves however they want to express themselves. And I respect that as well. But for me personally... As I started coming up in the business, I started realizing that young girls were looking up to me and younger people were looking up to me. And that, not that you want to be a role model, but it becomes what you become and is what you are.
0: And that's one to grow on.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) One to grow on or... I forgot the one that is on it. The more you know. The more you know, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um, but as far as the her them choosing her I don't understand what's going on with with uh, the the people behind the scenes on the talk as well as like on the view where they have literally almost anybody available to them and who they ultimately pick literally of all of all the women that they could have chosen to fill aisha Tyler's seat they came up with Eve seriously there was a well... no better option than that.
1: Well, here's the thing. We don't know exactly who the other candidates were, who they approached and uh, got turned down by. It could have been. Well, one of the
0: candidates was Carrie Ann Inaba. She's one of the judges on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, on Dancing with the Stars. And they uh, had her on uh, during the Halloween show. And she actually, uh, uh, one of the actually the highlight. If you ever, if you, if you've never watched the talk, and you want to, and you're forced to watch one episode a year, watch their Halloween episode. They do bring it, and um, everybody, yeah, they do. A, a, yeah everybody played. They have like a lip sync battle every Halloween, and they each uh pick a pop star, and she did Lady Gaga's um, uh, Bad Romance, and it was epic. Uh, Anaba was just she was so much more interesting, and so much more say and eve is like all kinds of a snooze and on paper yes eve seems crazy interesting i mean because she came from the hardcore streets the woman has dog print tattoos on her breast for god's sakes and now she's married to like some you know a billionaire who races like uh, uh, is a, a race car driver in his spare time and she lives like in the Swiss Alps or something. So, yeah, on paper, she seems crazy interesting. But you put her, you sit her around a table on a panel and she's like, you know, you may as well watch paint dry.
1: Yeah, okay. Now, I did not have the pleasure or displeasure of watching her on the, the talk when she yet. Uh, it, again, it's not like I watch the talk that regularly anyway. So, I haven't seen her yet to, to know, but. Uh, I'm sure there were other people that they could have, um, done, but she, you know what? She was on uh, the, the Real the other, uh, not the other day. This was a couple of months ago. She was actually on The Real, and she did quite well. So I'm wondering if they looked at that and thought, okay, she could be hosting material.
0: All right. Well, I don't know what she did on the reel because she's not bringing it over to the talk. She needs to – whatever oh. she did there, she needs to bring it over there ASAP. And again, I it's replacing Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler was funny and crazy smart, and she had uh, just basic, um, you know, just um, common sense. So that's a great combination to be A smart in science, be a nerd when it comes to all things comic book, movie kind of thing, sci-fi and uh you know have common sense about regular issues and also she was very politically savvy so whenever anything came up um uh, in the political world because not, that's not their focus on the talk but when it did come up the woman's knowledge her her knowledge well ran deep and so again to be replaced by eve kind of a slap in the face
1: well yeah, yeah they they're not looking in the right places you're you're absolutely right my friend They should have been looking into the Larry Wilmore, Robin Thede. Oh, my God. If they could have gotten someone like a Robin Robin, Thede. Somebody like a Robin Thede would have been perfect.
0: Oh, my God. So, yeah. And there's uh, Amber. I can't remember Amber's last name, but she is one of the writers on um, uh, Seth Meyers, Late Night with Seth Meyers. Uh, yes. Uh, Amber is incredible. Someone like her—that woman is incredibly smart, incredibly funny, knowledgeable on pretty much everything that's going on in the world. Someone like that, and again, you know, no, no offense to Eve. Again, she's married to like you know a billionaire who's racing cars. Go hang out in Italy and in the Swiss Alps and stuff like that, and yeah, and leave the hosting to somebody who has a personality.
1: hold down did they ask Jessica Williams? That would have been another person. Oh my person. God,
0: another person who actually, oh my God, that would have been a perfect fit, because that would have actually younged up their demo too because exactly. need up their demo. So yeah, that would have been excellent. So again, you and I just talking here for like five minutes on this have come up with better casting options than <laughs> Eve. Oh dear God.
1: But this is the problem, Kevin, that none of these shows have us as consultants and or hosts, if they did their ratings would go through the roof. Well,
0: another excellent foot might have been someone like I don't know, named Tachi, perhaps.
1: Oh, I would have killed it.
0: Oh my god, all kinds every day and twice on Sundays. So, yeah, I I have no idea why they didn't they needed to search further and longer. That's another thing Aisha Tyler basically announced that she was leaving the show in August. And now it's November and they already picked somebody else. I don't understand why they 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 are they are so easy. Why didn't they play it like uh, uh, Kelly Ripa and basically um, have almost like a year of uh, testing people before you make your big announcement? I feel like they chose way too early. They, they got a commitment way too early. You know what? There are plenty of hosting Fish in the Sea, and you need to look further and deeper before you settle on EVE.
1: And, and one more thing. I would have even gone with a, a savvy social media influencer rather than EVE. Because not to be funny, but I don't think she's had an album out in a while. So people don't, they know her as like, uh, I guess, rap royalty or being, you know, a female lyricist. But they don't know her for, you know, music now. So you're missing a key demo. These millennials don't, they know of her, but they don't know her. So even if they had gone with like somebody that was a social media influencer who was smart and funny and did all that. And there are tons See, that's what happens when you have the wrong people running things. Just saying.
0: Oh, oh absolutely. Again, if you ever need to find another host, believe me, please need to contact Tachi and I. We have all kinds of ideas. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, what's next? Well, the sexual harassment sagas, plural. <laughs>
0: all kinds of plural.
1: Yes. Go on, I'm like, and you know, you and I talked about this and I talked about the whole fact of being fatigued because every day there's a new allegation, there's a new person, there's a new situation and it just is getting to be a lot. But it's critically important that we talk about this because who would have known, Jeffrey Tambor? There are all sorts of allegations of course, uh, against Jeffrey Tambor from Transparent, and Transparent is on.
0: Oh, Amazon, Amazon Prime.
1: Amazon Prime, right? I was like, is it Netflix? No, it's Amazon, right? So Transparent is on Amazon Prime. Okay, so there are mounting allegations against Jeffrey Tambor, and as a result, future there's a Transparent is plotting a future without. Jeffrey Tambor. So kind of in the same strain that uh, House of Cards is doing with Kevin Spacey, uh, yeah. getting rid of him, 86ing him. This is what it seems like they're doing with Jeffrey Tambor, getting rid of the character.
0: Which is really shocking because not only is he the title character, but this, is, this isn't even the same as something a show like House of Cards, where it's a huge ensemble. and. Kevin Spacey is huge. They have literally Robin Wright is like right in the chamber as the it just, oh, we can just jettison him and she can easily, uh, you know, uh, head up that show. That's like, that's a no brainer. But Transparent is all about the journey of Jeffrey Tambor's character. Um, he's the it's the he's the catalyst for everything. So the idea that they're working on, they're actually in the process of writing season five right now, as we speak. They're in the writers' room, probably listening to us. And, um, <laughs> and I hope so. I hope so too. They should be anyway. um, And they're basically plotting out a season five without him. And uh, you know, uh, some um, uh, big boys in the media world have actually signed off on this uh, because of the importance uh, for the trans community of the show. Uh, Glad. Um, has come out basically saying, like, yeah, keep it going. One monkey shouldn't stop this show. And um, <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, I think it should keep going, but I'm just shocked. I can't even – to me, it was easy to think of how to continue um, uh, House of Cards without Kevin Spacey. But this seems to be a trickier thing. Now, will they go with a whole other family? Will there be another person that comes out as transgender and will follow their journey? Exactly how they're going to do this, I'm really curious. Are, or would they even dare to just basically have a new actor play the same Jeffrey Tambor character? I have no idea where they're going to go with this.
1: You know, this kind of, to me, also speaks about the direction that further television shows, or it's not just television, but media is going to go. Because I think now, because of all this, um, they're going to be less apt to be reliant on single, uh, a drama or a comedy or whatever centered around a single character and may start to go with more ensemble type things because of these types of things, because it's it's punishing the entire cast. So if they did not go on and just said whatever, that's like punishing everybody, not just the cast, but everybody, the crew and whatever that works on this show, they're affected too. And so I'm, I'm wondering and probably postulating if they're going to go in the direction of doing more ensemble things, or we're going to start to see more ensemble things because you get rid of one in that case, eh, okay, whatever, they just left. As opposed to, you know, kind of like you, you've got a Grey's Anatomy type thing where you've got several central characters, as opposed to, this is Jeffrey Tambor's show. or yeah, like,
0: like, exactly. Like if you're on the cast of a show, like say House, uh, back in the recent day, if House is groping interns, you know what, your mortgage payment isn't getting paid, because there is no house without house, even title character, so, um, yeah, I I agree, by having ensembles, it's a puzzle, it's a beautiful mosaic, and you can immediately remove a piece of that puzzle or mosaic, and stick in another one, and, and, and keep it moving, but, uh, it that's gonna be it's gonna be I, I have no I have no fear for House of Cards. I heard they're even changing the name of the show. Um and it's in Robin Wright starring Carnation uh Incarnation. But transparent to me is going to be trickier and i literally will be waiting with bated breath to see the first trailers of season five to see uh, what they came up with to uh keep the show going and i wonder if they're like again will they be as daring to do what they did on like uh on bewitched back in the day you know what there's just a new darren deal with it we're not going to even explain it darren isn't played by a new guy
1: I don't think that works in this day and age. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they could get away with that type of thing because it's so. Uh, You know what? Tell that to tell that to darling. No, no, Becky.
0: Uh, Tell that to Becky on Roseanne or Becky's.
1: (laughs) Okay, now are you really comparing Becky on Roseanne to Jeffrey (laughs) Tambor's? Really.
0: Well, I, I I'm not exactly sure how many Emmys the character of Becky got when she was on Roseanne. Uh, probably dozens. Uh, so it's not quite the same. But they basically were like, "Well, you know what? This actress wants to leave the show. We're not going to like have the character leave. We're going to basically just bring in a new uh, bring in a new Becky." So um, it would be interesting to see if they actually would do that with Jeffrey Tambor's character. That would be kind of bold to be like. And the part of Jeffrey Tam of uh, the part of the 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 transparent. Lead character is now being played by you know so uh you know uh, jimmy Smith or something and then we're, just like, <laughs> we're gonna keep it moving now again jimmy Smith is a good actor now can he play a jewish uh transgender person that would be a challenge
1: well that would really truly be a stretch of his uh his acting ability but <laughs> i, I can't do it i'm sure he could do it and speaking of jimmy smiths we might as well move on to the next. Yeah, story. I'll go.
0: Uh, go ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah. So this we we've got to do a little recap of how to get away with murder.
0: Oh my God, Chachi, <laughs> you are so lucky that there is there is like a couple of time zones between us because it took all the strength I had <laughs> not to call you at like one o'clock in the morning your time and be like,
1: <laughs> what the hell? Oh, you know, that's fine. Just go ahead and call because I'm not going to answer the phone.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know if any of you are watching what, uh, uh watching uh, how to get away with murder this season, but it has been crazy. And again, um, Viola Davis already won an Emmy for this part. But if she did win an Emmy for the very last scene of this episode. Yes. Oh, my God. I just, like, this this show, to me, nothing gets me going like how to get away with murder. There is, Tachi, you're going to think that this is, like, some kind of, like, hyperbole, crazy exaggeration. My back did not touch the back of my sofa from minute one <laughs> till the end of the show. I was literally on the edge of my seat. No joke. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it was so exciting.
1: Uh, no, I and I don't think you're exaggerating because I was to say I was sitting erect. I was straight up. There was no slouching, no wind down, none of that. I was. I had my sparkling water, and my eyes were open. I was like, <laughs> ah. "This is. This was um so so well." I need to look and see who who wrote this episode. I did not check. But it was so well done. The This is what I really appreciate about, about her, the fact that um, Shana Rhimes keeps you on the edge of your seat and there are no spoilers ever. It is so tightly and well written. Every piece of everything is accounted for so well that you really are truly surprised when you oh. see that. Go ahead, sorry. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely because what I like to say about what why I love how to get, get away with murder so much is the show is designed like a like a Swiss watch. Everything is so intricate and the show does flash forwards and flashbacks. And so yes. the show always exists in three time periods. It's the there's a the present day for the show, there's the future, and then there's the past. And so the show is always bouncing around and so in time. And so There's like uh, one thing I will say we've we have seen in flash forwards, bloody handprints and blood in an elevator. And we've never known who that blood is, uh, who, who that blood belongs to. And I've had so many different theories about, well, whose blood this is and what's going on. And then when we ultimately saw whose blood it is and why it's there, I was like, oh, my God. I take pride in normally – It's uh, I take pride in, and it's also annoying that when I'm watching lots of things, I'm always, like, thinking steps ahead of the writers, trying to guess what's going to happen next. And more often than not, I'm right. On this show, never, ever. The, <laughs> the twists and turns are so good. And when you look at them and think about them afterwards, they actually play out and make sense. A lot of times people can kind of shock you and twist things, but when you think and you, you shine any light on it, it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But no, this was laid out so brilliantly and where the cliffhanger leaves us for the winter finale, because it was winter finales for all of the Shonda shows last night. Get Away With Murder, uh, Grey's Anatomy, and Scandal. I didn't see yes. Scandal, but I also – I saw Grays and Grays was up to the minute with their uh, winter finale as far as in having uh, a company being held hostage by a cyber attack where they have to basically uh, pay a ransom payment, uh, and in this case, lives hang in the balance. So that was incredibly compelling. The show has been on uh, – talking about the whole puzzle piece thing with uh, cast members. Uh, Grey's Anatomy has been on for what, 13, 14 seasons now, and the idea that that show can be uh, be kept so fresh with all the cast changes, I actually think part of the reasons why it's able to be kept fresh is by keeping the cast fresh keeping characters we know because the meredith character is the center of it but there's so many other people that have come and gone from that show that it still feels up to the minute and the even the storyline they were doing felt so of this moment that you can't believe it's coming from a show that's been on for 13 14 years
1: Exactly. Exactly. This this just speaks to Shonda Rhimes and the whole, the entire writing team. This just speaks to their talent. Who else? I, to be honest, it's been a long time since I can point to any show that is so tightly written and so well-written. It's, it's just absolutely amazing. And it has to be because of the level of suspense that's required of all of the shows, even Grey's Anatomy. So it, it, you you have to be an amazing writer to be able to to do that and i'm just wow i all of the episode cuz i did watch scandal everything last night was just like
0: wow well, one of the things that, for, for me, when it comes to Scandal, I haven't watched one episode of Scandal this season. I have them all in my box, and it's like, during during the gap between now and when everything comes back, the shows are, all of the uh, Thursday night shows are down until uh, mid-January, and so, I don't know why they call it a winter finale, because it comes back in the winter, and it's, it's ending in fall, but they call it the winter finale, Um I'm gonna have my i am I'm gonna have like seven episodes of scandal, seven, eight episodes of scandal to watch during between now and when it comes back in January. So I can kind of take my time and savor them. Um,
1: uh, You're like, this- like those, those little kids that, you know, everybody's eaten all their 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 candy and you <laughs> saved your gobstoppers or whatever it is and then you're eating it while everybody else is like looking at you because they wish they had more oh
0: no i love that and and what okay who i'm jealous of are the people that are listening to this who have never watched how to get away with murder before because you know what people it is on netflix seasons one through three are available on netflix right now if you haven't watched it i'm all i ask of you is to watch the first episode and if you are not sucked in and and just like you know jaw-dropping suspense and incredible acting uh by someone to, to me i mean you may think this is a weird comparison but i literally feel like viola davis is this generation's Betty Davis? She is giving you that much. She is that compelling to watch that I feel like she's in that caliber. She's in. She she's should be held up a, a lot with some of the great actresses of our time.
1: She she is absolutely amazing. Stellar, stellar, stellar. And last night, we don't want to spoil it, but. You've got to, you've got to yeah, find a way. you've got to
0: see her, and and just like the sounds that she's making, she's in a position where she's doing something. Just the the. The almost the plaintive wail that she's doing as she's trying to trying to do something. Oh my god, it was so amazing. So again, I am jealous of all of you who haven't seen How to Get Away with Murder yet because you can literally binge through where we had to basically wait, wait week in week out. You can you can binge all three seasons uh, during the dark days of winter, and you will thank me and Tachi for it. You definitely will.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, Tachi, is that our last story?
1: That is our last story, and we've had a a whole almost hour full of of goodness, I would say.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah, it has been so much fun. And, again, uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a podcast together called TV Channeling. And, Tachi, tell them where they can hear uh, TV Channeling, and also tell them a little bit about our most recent episode.
1: Absolutely. So if you liked this, you can get more of this on a weekly basis by going to Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, or tvchanneling.com, which links to our pod beam, and you can just hear us right there on tvchanneling.com. And we have the most epic episode ever, one of the most epic we've ever done. Actress and activist Jo Marie Payton joins us as we run down our top five shows of the 80s. The 1980s and not the 1880s. (laughs) You mean
0: not our favorite TV shows from the
1: 1880s. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely check it out because she spills some tea. She talks and laughs with us. She even sings. So you've got to listen. And for
0: those of you who may not know, Joe Marie Payton was the mom of Family Matters. So you need to know that. And it was such an incredible show. And we each have our own independent list of top 580 shows. And sometimes we match and sometimes we don't. And it was so much fun.
1: It was amazing. So, Kevin, now that we've done that, They can find us on social. Where?
0: Okay, we're available everywhere on social. We are on the gram, Insta, and we're also available. Uh, on Facebook, we're on um, Snapchat, and we're on my personal favorite uh, Twitter. So, And you have even more characters to write to us now (laughs) with whatever you have to say. So we would love to hear from you. So if there are any new stories that you'd like to hear our take on, we would love to hear that. If there's any shows you'd like us to recap, we'd love to talk about it. And if there's um, any shows you want us to review, just let us know.
1: Well, with that, I guess we're going to let the good people go back to what they were doing before they were listening to our fabulousness.
0: All right. So I guess it's time for us to say goodbye.
1: All right, then I'll sign us off first. Goodbye from Tachi.
0: And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it. Cheers. Bye.